Rasta. Dress it up and make it real for me. Eskimo, the coolest DJ <laughs> in the world. Whatever that fucking man. What's good? Welcome back to the Pop-Off Podcast. I am Ralph Campiano, and I should move to Italy because I'm fresher than everybody, and I'm joined by the man who went blonde because he's bougie. Matter of fact, he's got St. Laurent groupies, Skylar Reesberg. I'm also joined by the man who has 100 racks busting out the rapper, Jack Turner, and our special guest on this song draft, the future song draft, is the man who blew a bag today and didn't do nothing Fugazi, Derek Dreller, a.k.a. Drell. And today we have come together to kneel at the altar and have a draft about the best trapper alive, the artist formerly known as Meathead, the one man who, when I go on a listening binge with him, I think to myself, every other rapper fucking sucks. That's right, we are drafting from Super Future, Five Marshall Future, Future Hendrix the Wizard, you dig. Turner, we're going to start with you. Are you fucking ready for this big dog? Oh, I'm excited. Wow. <laughs> let's let's do this. This is how we're this is where we're going. I'm pretty excited. Happy to be here. Um, future hive, ready to go. Ten ten rounds this time around. Is that right? Ten rounds this time around. We've done five rounds in the past. Berg, were you surprised that Futures absolutely blew Travis out of the fucking water when the audience voted on it? Were you expecting Future to beat out Travis Scott? Dude, first off, uh, what an intro. Starting with the meathead getting us all around full circle. I honestly, yeah, at the time I was surprised. And then I went back or throughout the past week have just been diving in. I haven't listened to any other songs that aren't by Future. So after digging into that, no. No, I'm not surprised at all. Future's Future. He's like, in his own lane. Are you feeling like changed man seven days into your Future binge? You know, I definitely get the the toxicness behind the music. I'll say that. <laughs> All right, Drill, this is your first appearance on the Pop Off podcast. Never made an appearance on the Fro and the Flow, shockingly. And you are arriving on Future Hendrix Day. How does it feel to be alive? What a time to be alive and talk about future. All right, can you guys hear me reporting live from the gutter? Yo, this is my uh, this is my first podcast, so I'm pretty excited. Um, Probably wouldn't have done it if it was anything but future. But, uh, yeah, I'm ready to go. I've been feeling extra toxic, but trying to be respectful about it, loud and clear. Would you say future is the artist that you kind of most ride or die for? I think pound for pound, there's just like, you're not going to find a song with him that's not good. And you can't really say that about any other artist. Well, I was thinking about him contextually alongside with Drake, and it's like he elevates other songs. It's like, if there's a shitty song that comes out, you can put future on the remix and it's going to take that song and pump it up to a whole different level where it's like, um, what was that St. John song roses? Like that song was yeah. pretty good. Very catchy. But then once you put future on it, it's like, Oh, this is like a club banger now. And people are playing this like habitually, like they wake up to it. They smoke to it. They drink to it. They go to bed to it. As long as futures on it, they can do anything they want with it. Right. Drill. He might be the most versatile, uh, artist we use that word a lot for back miller yeah yeah true you can you can kind of pop into anything i think future knows his lane but at the same time he's he's very versatile in his in his lane i, I think that's fair to say i think he's grown his definitely grown his sound but like i don't know he's also kind of perfected what he always kind of goes back like he still has this like resounding sound that i think that most of his albums kind of all tie back to but then he's also expanded with different albums, um, 
like Hendrix or just even different songs or like purple. I don't know. And I'm just gonna start naming songs, but he's definitely changed his changed and manipulated his sound a little bit more than I thought he was when he was back in 2014, 2012 coming up. Yeah, there's a whole part of this podcast that's dedicated to naming songs, and that's the actual draft portion. But I wanted to talk about a few things with him first, just because the thing that I think that makes him so special is that, like, I think Future is like one of the only people that's like actually like listening to him. For people that are really fans of him, like we are, it's almost medicinal. Like I think about him, and I think about how he can articulate my feelings that I have no idea how to communicate because I'm not enough of a man, and then he just translates them into this like really powerful voice and like it seems like he's the kind of guy that has everything figured out but he has these moments of insecurity that are so deep and it's like damn even future's dealing with this and like i can make it through the day then there's the other side of future that's like the ultra alpha male and he's like clearly very toxic and misogynistic in some parts of his music but at the same time it's like he is just revving you up like guys can listen to him in the gym and guys can listen to him when they're just gotten broken up with their girlfriend it's like um, he has this line on looking exotic where he says sometimes when you speak from your soul it sounds like you're singing and he's always speaking from his soul so he's always just being 100 percent himself and I, I mean yeah he's my favorite artist other than drake and yeah Really well said, because I think Future makes music that you can go out to, but then he also makes music that you come home to mm. at the same time. Thanks. And that's just, once yeah. you make a artist sandwich with a night, then you just know you're really into him. <laughs> yeah, you listen to him while you're out, but not enough of him, because the DJs never give him enough play in Des Moines, Iowa, because they're fucking lames. But then if you go to Dallas or New York or Chicago or something like that, they're like, damn, they're playing way more Future here than like I thought they would. And makes me kind of want to move here a little bit. Like if we went to Atlanta for a weekend, you imagine how much fucking say, future they would play there. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> that's a good question for Drell. Drell, are they playing future in New Brunswick? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I haven't really been to New Brunswick, but I bet they're playing it on campus over there. Well, where are you at right now? <laughs> I'm in uh I'm in Edison. Mm. No future there? Like, they're not future fans? No, they're definitely playing some future. Definitely more than they're not. They're not tapped not as, as much as, much as they, they are in the yeah. Yeah, in the ATL. Um and then the other thing I want to talk about was just like what he has done for hip hop. So Drell and I came up in high school together, you know, best friends, butt buddies, all that kind of good stuff. And we were listening to hip hip hop religiously, and then future comes along and he ushers in this whole new wave of trap music, which still exists. And if you think about it, that's like eight years ago, 2014, when DS2 came out and Monster and all that kind of stuff. So we are now almost a decade worth of not just future, but trap music in general. And I thought of the other two artists that kind of helped usher in this new genre of hip hop. And the two guys that came to mind were Migos and then Young Thug. So they're the only two other entities that kind of are comparable to future in the responsibility category for trap. Um, but what about like know. Metro? Like what about Metro Boomin too? Or like sure, the producers like are just as responsible, right? Yeah, Zaytoven, DJ Esco, Metro, yeah. all those guys, Southside. Yeah, but I th when I think about like the actual artists themselves, that like I don't know if Lil Baby and Gunna would be as paramount as they are right now if it wasn't for Quavo, Offset, Takeoff, Future, and Thug. No, that's a good point because I feel like Future definitely brought something. I don't want to say back to Atlanta, but kind of maybe refreshed Atlanta. Let's say that. And because mm. you kind of start off, you got Gucci Mane. Uh, Atlanta was popping with T.I., wh whoever else was out there. And I feel like Future just kind of 
took what was going on there. And if you listen to some early future, it reminds me of a little bit of Gucci Mane, like the flow and everything. But like we said, he took it, did his own thing with it, put his own spin on it. And, and now we got who we have today. And we have 10 plus years worth of great music. And he's also so big. I think he's got, yeah, he's got a pretty unique voice too. So he's able to, uh, to move around a lot with it, play around a lot more than like a lot of other artists. I think that's a big reason why um, I think just so good. Dude, just watching stuff before this, like seeing, like Turner, what did what doc did you watch before this? His last album. I watched the I watched the honest, uh, just being honest documentary. <laughs> right just being honest. But yeah, you'll I just see. It is just it is so fun and funny. I was progressively just getting more into it as it went on. He was like cutting through different songs in the album. And Pharrell and just basically just clipping all these people just saying, This is the future right here. This is who it is. And he's just standing there like, Yeah, that's true. And a lot more Sierra than I thought I was gonna get as Ooh. well, which kind of brought me back. We don't say that uh, name around here. Highly recommend. <laughs> <laughs> I won me a trophy. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting that you bring up the voice drill because it's like he means something totally different to us vocally. But then I heard a girl. Um, I asked her what she thought about him at the bar this weekend, and she said she likes him because she thinks his voice is sexy. And I'm like, that's never something I've really like associated with Future. But I guess like she's right. Like, you were crowdsourcing a little bit. Yeah, oh, yeah this was a couple weeks ago. I was like, would you listen to a future song draft? I'm not sure if like a lot of women are going to listen to that. I know a lot of dudes are, but like, would you listen to that? She's like, yeah, I like future. His voice is sexy. That was like the first thing that came to her mind versus I'm like, have you heard 56 nights? Like that shit will like, <laughs> make you want to put your head through a wall. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You just like drank just, just the right amount of tryst to like get that voice. <laughs> And there's oh, one song on Super man. Slimy. Nesbitt hasn't really ever listened to Future before, so I gave him an intro to him um, last weekend. And um, there's one song off of Super Slimy. I can't remember it off the top of my head. Um, I'll put it in the pod. But it's like the one song where he actually sounds like he needs coding. Like his voice is extra raspy on this one. It's like he lost mm-hmm. his voice the night before. And it's like, damn, somebody needed to get Future some drink that day because this was the one time that he actually needed it. I think this podcast needs a, a Future song throughout it. Just cut us off at one point and then just start playing 56 nights coding crazy some some that the people want well i've been actually getting the suggestion from people it's like um they want us to start interlacing some of the music into the episode so i'm going to start doing that so once we do some draft picks i'm not sure if we'll be every pick but a few of them maybe just one every round i'll just interlace one every round 10 rounds you yeah. know 10 songs i'll interlace a different track in, and it'll be my choice it won't always be my pick i promise you that i promise you that yeah yeah mm. uh, but I will, I will interlace some hendrix in here so uh drill has the first pick oh. he has had the first pick for uh, two days now. He's been holding on to it. He's been scouting his board. I think I know what direction he's going. I'm not positive, but knowing Drill, I think I know where he's headed. Drill, you are now on the clock for the first pick in the future song draft. Let's go, big dog. For the banger, right? You can take it in any category that you want. You can go. So the 10 categories are uh, banger, we have Magic City Anthem. For the sad song, we have Pain. For 
another category we got it called yep. I Got the Juice, which is just a flex. We have yep. intro track. We have bar for bar, which is just him spitting relentlessly. We have mass toxicity, which is pretty much 90% of his catalog. We have best feature. We have singing his heart out. We have mainstream because people wanted us to, you know, quit talking about mainstream music so fucking much. Just make it a category. And then we also have wild card as well. And wild card is anything related to the future. It can be a song. It could be a project. It could be his relationship with Sierra and his ex relationship with Sierra relationship to Russell Wilson, him standing on the sidelines of the Falcons Seahawks game when it was 36 to 20 in the playoffs. It could be anything as long as it's related to the future. It could be a meme if you really wanted to. So we have 10 categories, but, uh, 10 categories. You can draft in any category that you want. All right. Well, I'm going to take the song that, I think we'll go up quickly, but it's my most listened to future song. I think it's the most, I think it could go in every single category and uh, it's married to the game. Ooh. Nice. Huh. More money, more problems. More guns, more violence. I be the couple cases. I feel like John got it. How about a Benz, baby? I feel like God like I feel like taking some drink right now and pouring it over my niggas. We ain't never turned down. I'm a big dipper. Big dipper. <laughs> I love Project E.T. Um, Great pick. Yeah, that's Holding back soul, tears man. right now. God damn. That's, I should have known. Jam. I'm taking um, that in, in, your slow, in your slow jams. Or are you taking that in pain? <laughs> yup. Yup. It could go in any one, but yeah, we'll go, uh, we'll go there. I was saying this the other day, but there was a there was a tweet. It was like, um, if your dick can make a sound when you get hard, like what would it be? And I think mine is hand down the the DJ Esco siren. Mm. That's what I'd want it to be. It's everywhere. But oh my god, oh, that's, that's, that's my favorite future song, and I'm going with it. Can you imagine? Even if like wasn't is the times where you weren't trying to get hard, and the Esco siren went off. <laughs> oh, that's priceless. Oh, yeah. All right, so Married to the Game is off the board in pain. I didn't think Project ET would be the first project selected, but knowing Jarrell, that was, I felt like that was where he was going. Um, Reesberg, you're up. You have the second pick. Fuck. I, I guess I probably should have prepared <laughs> Jarrell picking that fucking song. But for some reason, even though you posted on your Snap story like two days ago, I was thinking he's not going to pick it. <laughs> I still got it. But that's hands down, hands down, my favorite future song. There's something different about that one. That's one that one's real. I'm gonna go with my pick though. I'm gonna go a pain, a slow jam. This could fit in so many categories. But I'm gonna pick something that I've been listening to for a while as a future fan, and that's uh, throwaway. <laughs> oh, okay. oh. <laughs> that's throwaway. There's two parts to the song. It, it's a masterpiece. One's sad, one's happy. The whole thing is fuck women. <laughs> so if you're, hey, if you're going through a hard time out there, spin throw away. Play that song. It'll get you through it. But I don't think it's just fuck women. I think it's fuck my ex. Because there are definitely women out there that are bumping throw away and like fuck that dude. So it, it reciprocates itself. I'm glad you clarified that. Yeah. Fuck his ex. <laughs> not fuck women. Fuck Sierra. It is a song about fuck Sierra. And it's about Sierra, you know, hopefully coming back to him someday. It's got like that relentless hopelessness to it a little bit. And um, yeah, man, throwaways an all-time classic. Two all-time classics off the rip. That's all like, it's going to be. Guys, yeah. I don't think of these. Necess- you, say, you, you know you like a pistol, you a throwaway? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty hard. Just go and yeah, fuck yeah. them and get it over with. 
you could have taken this in Magic City Anthem for sure, but I think Pain is probably the most appropriate. Uh, so. Turner, you're up. You got any category you want, Big Dog. All 10 of them things. Probably going to have to go with just the all-time for me, like put it on anytime going out. Dress it up and make it real for me. We gotta go with March Madness with mm. I Got the Juice. When I think of the song, I Got the Juice, or when I think of the category, I Got the Juice. March Madness just has as much juice as anything in terms of getting the people going, getting uh, everybody ready to go for a great night. It's just also an incredible song, and you can't escape it when you're in March as well, which is just kind of a nice little treat uh, for that month of the year. Yes. Yeah. So does this disqualify me being able to draft LeBron dancing on like that yacht while March Madness is playing and that woman comes up to him and he just like points to his homie. He's like, nah, not me. You can go to him though. Does that disqualify that? I don't see how it would. Okay. Just so it's, it's available for wildcard. That's all I wanted to make sure of. For sure. For sure. It wasn't on my big board. It wasn't on That's my big point. board. Dude, he should be getting some royalties from, uh, NCAA. Yeah, how are they not playing that song? And like <laughs> with that song, they are. They are playing it all the time at, at games. Yeah, like, I feel like I've heard that at every single NCAA tournament game I've been to, which is only a handful. But mm. they're always throwing that out there, even when it's not March. It's a big basketball song. I feel like, dude, I think that's a good song to bring up. Halftime. With this is where I would put the the Nav effect on future. Where the Nav effect is, you know, Nav, you know, Drell's always said this. I completely agree with it. Nav will drop an album. You'll listen to it. Oh, that was kind of ass. That didn't, that wasn't that good. You play it back a week later, two weeks later. It's kind of hitting different. It's kind of nice now. March Madness came out. I, I thought that song was so stupid. Play it for me now. <laughs> play it for You're me now. You're on the wrong side of history, dog. Yeah. Well, I'm on the right side now. <laughs> yeah, you, you made it here today. That's all I that matters. Today, right? yes. got you here. Awesome. Yeah, and General March Madness just shows off to, I think, a lot of like what makes him elite future. Just incredible voice, auto-tune, the Esco drums and beats, and just him just with the, the super deep voice that just is telling you what's going on. You're like, and you get locked in. You get looped in. All right, I got two picks in a row here. Um, what am I going to do? I don't even know what I want to do. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to I'm going to do this. I spent 3 stacks on these Rick Owens. I try my best to forget it. I pour my life inside these poems, my whole soul and my spirit. I'm easily agitated, get intoxicated trying to fight the demons, trying to find right and my wrong, hope my legacy live on. That's why I wrote this song. I didn't have to write the song. Future Hendrix is forever. I'm taking hardly in the pain category with my first pick. This is the song that was probably my most overlooked in 2014 on Monster. I come back to it more than any other song, even more than Throwaway at this point in my life. Um, it is, I think, Future's first time he really dipped into his diary bag, where like Hendrix is an entire project that's essentially him revealing his diary to the world. I think Throwaway and Hardly are the two tracks off of Monster that are like, you know what, like... If I just remain true to my fans and true to myself, then I'm going to get a bigger cult following. And he did. And I think this is one of the most successful songs he's ever made. I'm not sure if Hardly was even on your guys' board. I know it's a little bit overlooked, but this is just that song that's just like, he is super fire, fire marshal, future Hendrix, the wizard. But at the same time, he's also a man. And he's a man that fights a lot of demons. And I'm taking those demons with Hardly. Yeah, he's fighting demons that whole album, that whole mixtape. Incredible stuff, though. Um, and with my second pick, I am going to go with a song that I know Drell would take on the second half of on his next pick. I'm going to go with 
what category do I put this in? You know what? Just because, you know, wildcard is a great category and it's very versatile, but I don't know where else I want to put this. So I'm just going to put it in wildcards. So that way I can have 10 future songs. I'm going to take the Percocet and Stripper Joint, 15th song on Dirty Sprite 2. Um, Drill knows how much the song means to me. At one point in time, we actually recorded a remix to it with Philip Judy. See, shout out to Peach. It's not near as good. It's not even 2% as good as this song is, but this is probably one of his best songs of all time. Um, and just Future in his Jimi Hendrix bag, Future Hendrix the Wizard. Uh, so yeah, Percocet and Stripper Joint. It's off the board, boys. Sorry about it. I knew that was going quick, though, so... Yeah, it had to be a top five pick. I couldn't let it slip out of the top five. Yep. Um, Turner, you're up. All right, I'm going to go with an intro. I'm going to go with my collection. Oh. Um, this song could also probably be at the top of my max toxicity list. Sets the tone for arguably probably my favorite future album, um, the one at least I know I've played the most because uh, it's just so unique and independent from like a lot of the rest of his albums, and I can just find myself listening to it over and over again. And so I love that out of a intro. Um, and then I also, it's just by itself, like a great song. And he's out there, just th- he's just out there throwing bars and he's just out there letting the world know how he feels about, about his ex and what's coming next. <laughs> Not just his ex. One instance. <laughs> if I hit you once, you're part of my collection. Probably the boldest line ever on an intro. There are a lot of great intros in his catalog. That's why we had to bring this category back. And I'm surprised you went with this one because it's definitely not the mainstream intro, but I love this song, so I, I feel it. I was just thinking about it, and I've got a lot of songs I like in both, and this is probably at the top of both those categories for me, so I just wanted to make sure I just added it to my collection. I think it's probably oh. most succinct project too it's like that one project that's like he knew what he was doing one through 17 on it when he started it versus there are other projects where it's like they're all over the place like monster as great as it is like you have wesley mm-hmm. presley and coding crazy like within three tracks of each other those are two totally different songs <laughs> <laughs> but hendrix is just like oh man he's doing r&b diary and that's what this is like he's just hijacking r kelly's place in the culture and just elevating that I know. I just can't help myself. I'm probably going to go back for another song from there at some point, too. It's just it, – that album does mean so much to me as well. It just it reminds me simply of, like, summertime and you're in your bag, but you're also, like, going – I don't know. I always imagine – I always picture walking, like, walking with my music. Mm. And I'm like, you're in your bag, but you're also walking and enjoying, like, a great day, and you're ready to go. It's just hits on so many different levels for me. And so that's why, yeah, it's probably it's my favorite album from Future. We weren't, we weren't positive that it was coming either because Future dropped the week before. So he's the first artist to ever mm-hmm. go number one back-to-back weeks. And we're like, oh, dude, he just dropped Future. That was full of bangers. Like Zoom, Draco, Super Trapper, I'm So Groovy, Out of Time, you name it, Popping Tags, Massage in My Room. And then he's like, oh, we're going to get a whole other album full of bangers. And then Hendrix drops and you're like, oh, my God. Like this is the rehab for the Future Project. And then Super Slimy dropped in October too. I think that was probably oh. the best like four month run out of a rapper in the last two decades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't know anything going on more than two decades mm. ago. To be honest, <laughs> Future's got a lot of. I'm so assuming maybe there's another run out there. I don't know. Not as good as that one. Come on, let's be real. I think so Future holds the top two. Yeah, we didn't even talk about it, but like the Mac draft, I think there's 14 hours worth of music. Like Drake, there's 15. Frank, there's three. Uh, on Spotify at least, and then Future, it's 19 hours worth of music. It's like, dude, 
Like <laughs> at one point it's like at one point it's kind of like chill, but also it's like <laughs> don't like keep giving it to me. Like I could take all of it. He had a run where it's like for like five straight years has at least two good projects yes. every year. Yeah, dude. He uh he literally owns 2016, but my uh my future playlist of just like only like my favorite songs of him I think is like eight to nine hours. <laughs> And those are just you the good ones. Half. That's only the top tier. <laughs> yeah. Those are the, yeah. Which, I don't know. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, there's not, like, like you can't listen to a few. There's no future songs out there that really suck. Other than, like, maybe some of his shit from before, like, 2013. Yes. Yeah. Some some, of, like, that's, some of that's not great. That's, that's <laughs> Gucci think, Mane era. I don't think. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, he probably was, like, yeah. I'd like to see like where he was recording at that time, you know? <laughs> but that's what I love about Future with his mentality. Of, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he wants to release quality, but he just wants to release songs. He just wants to release oh. songs for people. He goes, oh, what? That one only did 100K? Well, the next one's about to go double platinum, double diamond, whatever, whatever. He's, the next one's going to do numbers. Watch the doc. He's just like, yeah, I see him doing big numbers. I know him next. <laughs> <laughs> He manifested it. Uh, Reesberg, you're up again. You got the, your second pick. We might have to start drafting a little bit faster because we have 10 categories to go through. <laughs> and <laughs> as much as I want this pod to be two and a half hours long, I'm not sure. If, yeah, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, go ahead, Berg. You're up. I think with my mass toxicity pick, which was Ooh. totally going to be married to the game, I got to <laughs> I gotta swerve on it. I'm not I'm not phased, though, at all. I got a, I got a good one. I love this next one too comfortable mm. off uh off a recent project whatever uh that song just fuck you hear that song bitch don't get too comfortable mm. <laughs> better not get too comfortable not around me <laughs> dude you're saying this with sunglasses on and it's yeah, like what? damn you are really living this shit right now dude you're drafting off a high off life right now i love it dude Go oh, he's, he's a preacher on that song talk shit like a preacher all right, Drill, you Wait. got Drill, you got back to back picks, sure. big dog. Burke, who did you pick? I picked too comfortable. <laughs> I thought Turner picked that. No, Turner took my collection. That's right. Um Yeah, dude, High Off Life is uh fuck that album's good. That was probably my most listened to album preparing for this. Once I once you asked told me uh about this podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't know album, what you guys but- think. But I think that album's way better than introducing the wizard between the two. And it's kind of like almost, I don't know, I got way more hours of too high of life. But yeah, all uh, all my picks are going to be from before, two, from 2018 or before. So um, my two, they're both bangers, but it's a banger and an intro. Okay. And the banger's a little Haiti baby. <laughs> That's like the top banger of future of all time, other than maybe Stick Talk. Hey, what did you say? Um, Little Haiti, baby. Shooting broad day, Lil shooting Haiti broad baby. day. Yep. That's my banger. And you got then, the year on that? Uh, Evil, 2016. Oh. Yep. Yeah, 2016. That's like the best. That's like that's like the best year, dude. Purple Rain, Evil. Um. I think okay. future too, maybe or that then. Coach Coach Jack made me turn off that album in the weight room when that song came on because it almost yeah. Blew the that's when you know it's good, dude. <laughs> doesn't like it, but uh, 
my <laughs> my intro is also an absolute banger and it's rent money yeah oh um, yep the first song on future dude and that uh yeah i just remember hearing that and i was like let's go another future album it changed the trajectory of our lives that song yep. was like you know what everybody was like kind of cute in high school they're like oh dude it's not all about money it's about happiness and then you heard rent money and you're like you know what i am a bona fide capitalist and what i want to do is um i want your baby mama to think of me when the rent's due and (laughs) rent money is just an insane way to start a self-titled project he's like this is who i am rent money that's who i am uh Great picture. Also, Drell, you have no issue. <laughs> you have Lil Haiti Baby and Magic City Anthem, Married to the Game and Pain, and now Rent Money and Intro. Berg, you're back up. You have Throwaway and Pain and Too Comfortable and Mass Toxicity. Love both those songs. And I know right where I'm oh, going so. next. You I'm going them. bar for bar, Cody and Crazy. He mm-hmm. is Oh, that was mine. Absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely bar for bar in it on that song uh yeah fuck well i mean what is there to say about it you know that could be a mainstream pick everybody knows that song i could turn up to that song i could do i could do any i could cry to that song the all the above i mean isn't it crazy how many emotions you can feel in just one song that's the last song in monster right um i think no i think mad love comes after it it definitely is well either way i love when uh a really good song at the end of an album you are right it is the very last song mad love is right before it yeah um yeah i love when that's the thing when just a really good song at the end of the album so he opens that album with radical and ends it with cody and crazy and we're gonna say that monster mm-hmm. isn't his best project no right, said that. Your, i know but yeah. turn your up big dog yeah we're gonna go bar for bar riding strikers uh probably my favorite yeah. song of high, high on life and He's just flowing the whole time. And it's just kind of another great example. I think the future has just gotten better every album almost still to this day. Or at least he's progressing with like listening trends and like what you're moving into. He's like moving along with the times. He's never staying still. And this is just like a, he's just rapping over beat and then comes over with the slow back, back minute half. And uh, it's just something I wouldn't have seen him doing five, seven years ago even. And now he's just, he's got it all on his back. And I love this song. It's an unbelievable pick. Unbelievable beat switch in the middle of it. Like Future just is capable of just writing on any instrumental, and he shows that all the time. Two very different instrumentals, too. Um, so that's a great pick. Okay, so Turner, you now have March Madness, and I got the juice. My collection and intro and Riding Strikers and Bar for Bar. I have two picks in a row. I am going to select. Oh, okay, let's see here. I'm going to go with my intro track, and I think that this is the intro track that – um introduced not just monster we just mentioned it but also the new future monster is really the kicking off point for the new era future him becoming one of the five best five biggest rappers in the game um technically on the mixtape there is an intro and it's a cut of different radio stations interviewing future and they ask him stuff like um they're like that drunken love song by beyonce that was your song and he's like yeah and they're like that's a 50 carat diamond ring and he's like yeah but on spotify radical is listed as the intro song on monster so i'm taking radical fuck all your attitude fuck all your gratitude all the shit radical taking radical and then to go along with that i'm gonna go 
right back to monster and with my magic city anthem i'm going to take monster off of monster so now i have three songs off of monster probably won't draft off of it again uh but those are my three favorite songs on it uh so i'll take number one and number two on monster drill i know you remember spring break like it was yesterday just yep. listening the to first that song three songs on that yeah so 75 times in a yep. row in just... the airport guessing carp's passcode for his uh, phone and it was just, it was just Jackie. <laughs> I think we guessed it on the first try. <laughs> oh my god. That's tough, Carp. You gotta live with that. Yeah, that's on you, Carp. That's not on that's us. That's cute. It's cute. It yeah, is yeah, it's yeah, adorable. Yeah. But it probably still is Jack. <laughs> oh god. All right. <laughs> Shout out to girl. We love you, Jackie. We love you, Carp. Uh turn it, you're back up. <laughs> Alright, that was a quick turnaround. Um Yeah, you know how I like right? two songs off of Monster in and out. We're gonna go with mainstream. We're gonna go with low life. I think this song came out like on spot or on SoundCloud first. Um, definitely took over senior year of high school that year, and then also like just is still a classic to this day. And I always love listening to that song. Future and The Weeknd are just an incredible duo. So that's probably my favorite. You know, one of my favorite all time songs, and I'll throw it in the mainstream category. It's a great mainstream pick. Didn't even think about it for mainstream pick. I don't know why. That's that's money. Um, Reesberg, you're back up. Mm. Damn, I'm back up. All right. Well, then off that note, I mean, if the the weekend and future collabs are dropping, then we got a future future category in here, don't we? We do. Yeah. Yeah, we do. You're, then you're I'm sorry, coming man. in. I'm actually just coming out strong. Well, that's not a future feature. <laughs> weekend features on that song. Oh, you're fucking kidding me. Damn, <laughs> yeah. Cut that. Cut Sec- that. <laughs> no, I can't. Second song on Hendrix. That's too prime. <laughs> you are coming out strong though. You hey, can still take it. It's a great song. Let me quickly turn that around. That was just such a nice build-up. Dude, I, I've always treated that as a weekend song. Always. And then Future just comes on with some fun bars. They're 50-50 on that song. That might as well be the weekend song. But <laughs> well, it's no disrespect. No disrespect, Future. So I right, quick turnaround, quick turnaround. That's what I wanted with my feature, but you know, you can't be right all the time. I'm gonna come in with my mm, one sec. Oh, oh, I got the juice. Mm-hmm. This song, this song gets me fired up. I, I don't even know you why. Take, I just you can take coming out strong and I got the juice. Yeah, but I like, please tell me more. I feel a little, oh. I feel a little saucy when I hear that song. So I got to go, please tell me. That brings me back to some great memories in Iowa City when I feel like that dropped off. It was a depressing ass mixtape or album, whatever. And that song kind of just came in hard out of it, out of nowhere. <laughs> that song was on the same album as Xanax, or that, yeah, Xanax Dam- Damage? Jesus. Government Official? Yeah. That that project, is that six songs? Save Me? Yeah. Like six, seven. They're all good. Please tell me I got rest. Yeah. Please tell me one role Lex won't do. He's just like begging a woman to like essentially rob him. He's like, I mean, please tell it. me that you want more. Like, yeah. And he's like, I'll give it to you. So... Yeah, I think we all aspire to get to that point at some point in our lives, and that's a great pick. Uh, Jarrell, you got two picks back-to-back. Um, I'm going to get the feature out of the way. I don't think – has anyone done a feature one? Nope. No, nobody has. All right. I didn't like this um, – I didn't like this one, this category, but I'm going to make it all about future. Um. It's an album I uh, I really like though too. Is Dreams Worth More Than Money? 
Meek mm. Mill, Jump Out the Face. Fucking A. God Great fucking it. song. Future wrote the whole thing. I'm pretty sure Meek Mill bought it from him and then just said, like, let me get, like, a little bit of it. Um, it's basically a Future song. And, yeah, I love that album, too. So that's my that's my feature. He explodes um, on that song. He's the the very first voice that you hear. I uh, just took a perk. Now I'm on another I'm level. level. Shit. I guess we know what song we're interlacing on this round. Come on now. Jump out the face. I just took a perk. Now I'm on another level. Tasting on the money. Got me dancing with a devil. Pulled an A for Cobra Brian. Mix it purple with the yellow. Got the racks on the nuts. Hard to keep this shit together. Jump out the Rory and jump out the reef and I hop in my jaw and then hop in some bait. They jump out the face. I never brought this up, but I haven't brought this up yet, but I think I fell in love with music behind the Beaverdale retirement home listening to Future mm. with you. Mm. The Beaverdale retirement home was home to many um, Swishers, Woods, Dutches. And a whole lot of DS2. Because yeah. remember, I had the Volkswagen Passat, and it only had one CD in yep. it. You couldn't play any more so that CDs. Was, that was what? That was What a Time to Be Alive. Yep. And then that would also have been DS2, right? Those were the same year. Yep. So DS2 was 2015 early. Or, yeah, and then What a Time to Be Alive yep. was that fall. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's why he's, yeah. He's ingrained any, in us. Any rapper that dominated your, your senior year of high school stick but um so yeah that's that and i got another one right yep another one all right let's do uh i'll do uh i'll do bar for bar mm. was perky's calling taken it is not bad yet yeah perky's calling is is the bar for bar for sure uh, <laughs> i can hear it perky's calling uh, i can also be singing your heart out but yeah that, that's a that's a classic future song. I think that's got to be on his, his Mount Rushmore for sure. Does anyone ever just hear the Perky's calling? <laughs> oh my god! Dude, sometimes, but not really. Though. I had a 12 p.m. <laughs> phone call with him today. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, honestly, too, though, I feel like uh, I feel like with that, I feel like Perky's calling and Purple Rain are like kind of combined. Mm, they are. Like, I agree with that. Yeah, just amazing. It's too bad you can't draft both of them at once. I do want to say that this is the delineation. Well, I think you draft this is one, the... you get them both. Draft <laughs> one, you get them both. Not how it works. No, no two for no, one, you get them. No two right, for one specials. Then... <laughs> then you're just taking the sister to Perky's call. I do want to say that this is the demarcation for the halfway point in the draft. Back to back. Well, yeah, we do three so- three runs, uh, three song run on the Drake pod. And I was thinking about doing for this, but then we're going to end up with like 44 fucking songs on this playlist, which is cool, but it's also like, we got to diversify our portfolio a little bit and just, you know, take one offs because that would have also taken away like a bunch of music here. Um, but yeah. All right. Um, yeah. So we are halfway through this draft right now. If you are sticking with us, we sincerely appreciate it. We know we're getting weird. It's probably only going to get a little bit weirder as we go on. Um, mm-hmm. So we're all going to, we're all going to just, Keep diving in here. Uh, Reesberg, you're back on the clock. I, I saw you just chug the rest of your glass of wine, and you've already taken two comfortable throwaway, please tell me, and Cody and Crazy. So you're a fucking demon. We're all demons for this right now. I'm proud of us. I love all three of you. Let's fucking go the rest of this draft. Berg, you're up. 
Yeah, yeah. Still, still a little salty about this coming out strong, turning out to be a future song. Should have known. Absolutely love that album, by the way. Shout out Hendrix. He, he is Hendrix. He's Jimmy. He is. I am. I am. All right. So with this next one, we we got a clear path right here. I just let me uh, let me g- give me a second to to pull it out of the, the works, the books. I got oh, singing his heart out. This is this song you're walking to class? I, I know Turner's been there. Hopefully, Ralphie's <laughs> been there. I know Drell's been there. Walking to class, walking in the sunshine. Maybe you just woke up in the morning. You cue incredible. All of a sudden, you start hearing that dun dun dun. I've been having trust issues. Boom. To class you go. To have a great day. Yeah, that song always puts me in a good mood. So that's my singing his heart out. I mean, that whole album he's singing his heart out, basically. Definitely more than any other one. So, yeah, that's certified. That's an absolutely unreal song. Probably one mm-hmm. of his groovier songs. And For probably sure. most upbeat song on that project, too. It's, like, very lighthearted. And, yeah, just a gorgeous track. I would maybe say uh, most upbeat song in his whole discography. Uh, potentially. It depends on your definition of upbeat. Because, like, you know, you have songs like Commas and Draco and stuff like that. But, like, it's definitely the most, like, Caribbean that and out of time off of self-titled like those are two very like ooh, i want to have a pina colada to this song and you know hang out with a cuban woman did reesburg take fresh air no no, no incredible. incredible fresh air is up oh, there too though they have Same similar vibe. vibes yeah are you taking fresh air right now turner wait wait is that a combo oh, you get incredible and shit. fresh air too no no oh, combos God. on this draft <laughs> that'd be an elite combo <laughs> Back to E.T. We're going with Benjamin Byrne. Mm. Just the beat itself feels like pain. And then he's just asking like, how many people care. He's, fight- he's trying to do you know, 10 songs a day before he gets drowsy. He's still like working hard in the morning, but he's questioning where his friends are at in the evenings. And he's just – he's still hustling, though. He's still future. And it's uh, under the So you're taking this in pain? Yeah. How many, how many, how many? Did you change that song in your phone to, to Jack Burns? Just – kind of getting in your own lane like this song about me <laughs> i don't think you can do that on spotify i don't think you can edit song names <laughs> not if you're not like yeah. that no I, I guess you have something figured out that i don't um all right i got two picks in a row um all right uh turn we talked about this earlier in the chat and i'm surprised it hasn't gone yet um i think this is arguably the best feature of all time and i'm afraid that it's probably gonna get drafted if i don't take it i believe that this song should be the national anthem all seven minutes and 41 seconds of it but if they had to shorten it just take futures parts um smoke with me drink with me lean like i'm clark um hood man fuck all that red carpet shit hood man i fuck a red carpet bitch i'm taking 3500 by travis scott Future and Two Chains. What Future did to this song awoken to me, awakened me, however you want to say it. And it sticks with me as my favorite song off of Rodeo, and it sticks with me as my favorite verse off of Rodeo. So, I mean, Travis and Future, another duo that doesn't really have any misses. First, first off is Unbelievable. Um, what's their song off of High Off Life? Solitaires? Yeah. I mean, all of their songs together are like hits and franchise remix. Future elevated that track, but 3,500 is the one. Uh, so, yeah, I'll take that. And then that's in feature. Let me log this really quick. And then I have, okay, so I have Monster, Hardly, Radical, 3,500, the Percocet Stripper Joint. Um, fuck. I accidentally logged Ooh. Radical in a different category. That's an intro. I'm going to go with I Got the Juice, and I'm going to take my 
other favorite future song of all time, and that is Afterlife off of World on Drugs. It's the only song yeah. on World on mm-hmm. Drugs that is only future. Um, when I was down bad in the library off of an Adderall, really struggling, you know, the last couple of semesters, just like wanting to get the fuck out of college and graduate. This was the song that I could always turn to when I had one too many Red Bulls and I was just too juiced up. It's just, I mean, I think TK, Taylor Kenworthy is the kid that really gravitated towards this song with me. We would just sing it to each other at Martini's on the late night sessions. And it's, um, it's one of one. It's the only song on that project that is only future once again. And so, yeah, give me as much future as I can fucking get. I'm taking Afterlife. That's the first pick of the sixth round. We're already in the sixth round. We're actually doing pretty well in time. Okay, Turner, you're back up. We're going to go to Magic City Anthem, and we're just going to take – I think we're going to go with the most obvious choice for this song. Um, we talked about it on the Drake draft, and there's really no reason that I shouldn't take it on this draft because I think it's uh, one of my all-time favorite future songs. Future and Drake are a legendary collaboration, so we're going to go with Plastic Bag for Magic oh. City Anthem. Oh, love so a noise, little noise. bit different than, you know, the typical banger, but definitely got the Magic City on a Monday vibe that Deja was so adamant about. All right, Plastic Bag, you got it. It's yours. Great pick. Do you care to expound upon it anymore, or do we talk about it enough on the Drake draft? You can expand as much as you want. I think it's just, you know, Magic City Anthem. You know, you know, don't look at the definition of Magic City Anthem. I think about Magic City Anthem, and in my head, Plastic Bag is always just playing on loop in, in Magic City. Dude, if you look and at the Magic City I, category, that's what symbols that. I don't. I won't read off the Magic City category until Berg drafts in it. But right now, it's Little Haiti Baby, Monster, and Plastic Bag. So three very different tracks. Little Haiti Baby and Monster definitely go together. But Plastic Bag is kind of the the third testicle there. But it's a great testicle to have. That's the power up testicle. That is a good um, testicle. Could you see all those songs being played at strip clubs? <laughs> well, I didn't really call Magic City Anthem. There's only one Magic City Anthem in my head, and that's Plastic Bag. Yeah. yeah. Is there a future song you couldn't play at a strip club? Oh, that's a good point. Um, Damn. That's actually a really good question. Maybe I'll return to you on that one if I can come up with one. Know the meaning? Maybe. It's pretty sad. That's like uh, when the lights come on and <laughs> kind of close. Shops closing up and like. That's how they get people out the door, man. If you hear that song at like four in the morning and you're at a strip club. And all the strippers are no way you're hanging around for too much longer. All the strippers are walking out to their 1999 Chrysler Sebrings. It's just just sad stuff. Anyone left is crying. (laughs) Just crying with their empty wallet alone. (laughs) I'm I'm talking about this like this happened to me. Honestly, These are all personal stories. I got a, I got another personal story. It's actually not personal for me, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's personal for Michael Phelps because he claimed that this song motivated him to win the gold at the Olympics. And you know what song I'm talking about. This is my Magic City Shake That Booty Banger. I'm talking stick talk. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Phelps and Stick Talk? No way. I do not remember this at all. Without future, there's no Michael Phelps. Think about that. There's no gold That's Michael Phelps. Th- those are the facts that I like to hear on this pod. That's what people come here for. That's what true he said. Big J. <laughs> oh, my God. You know you got that Stick Talk. They weren't stick drug testing them. They can't understand us because they're too soft, Berg. Mm-hmm. And I respect that pick. 
appreciate uh, you know, we that. got that lick talk, that lick talk. Um, Drell, you're back up. You have your sixth and seventh round picks. The categories you have left are I Got the Juice, Mass Toxicity, Singing His Heart Out, Mainstream, and Wild Card. Let's do uh, Max Toxicity. <laughs> I just this love just making people like... say that. I love people being like, I'm going to draft a song in the Mass Toxicity category. It's just a song I really like, but like the first line is just like pretty toxic, and that's in her mouth on evil. <laughs> <laughs> It's really just the first line of it. Um, and then the rest of the song is just a banger, but. <laughs> Can you say the first line for us, girl? The... <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's I'm trying to fuck the DA lady in her mouth, though. Yes, Sirski. Trying to fuck There's the some DA some R&B shit. <laughs> I love you guys so much. Oh, this is great. <laughs> All right, Trill. You got in her mouth, jump out the get, face, though. rent money, <laughs> little Haiti baby, married to the game, Perky's calling. Uh, you got uh, uh, four categories left. So my uh, <laughs> my pick for um, let's do singing hard out. Mm. Now nah, let's do my wild card. Fuck it. When I think about it, beast mode two. <laughs> I was just like looking through the discography right now. Um. I don't think I've done a Beast Mode song. Wait, wait, your wild card was the whole album? No, he took one. I think about it. Mm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I'm I love that song. Take, I, I might take a couple albums in my wild card, Reesburg. Have you done your wild card? Uh, I was like, no. Drell, Drell and I have drafted in our wild card, and we've both taken songs. Um, so I, I gravitated away just because I didn't know where to fit the Percocet and Stripper join in. That probably could have been. Oh, is, is Wildcard is Wild a whole album? No, no. Wildcard is um, anything related to Future. So it can be like uh, <laughs> his his codeine addiction if you really wanted to, which would be pretty fucked. Uh, but it could be, you know, anything in the future verse. And it doesn't have to be a mixtape. It doesn't have to be a song. It'd be when he went blonde for like a year and a half and went blonde because he's bougie. Um, it could be a number of different things. But we both got on songs, and that's totally okay, too. Reesberg, you're up. I'm up. Yes, Ersky. I'm up. I got to go. I, there's three categories left, maybe two. I got to go with my ignorance is bliss. Do something off that. Yeah. You have uh, four categories left, and oh, ignorance fuck. is bliss is, is not a category. <laughs> oh, did you change that? Well, it used, it was called ignorance is bliss, wild track. So you, you have intro, oh. uh, feature, feature, mainstream, and wild card. Yeah, yeah, wild card, a.k.a. ignorance is bliss, as the OGs know it. For my, <laughs> for my wild card, a.k.a. ignorance is bliss... I got two that I really want to talk about. God damn. Uh, the first one. Nah, fuck. I got to choose one. Okay. I, this is a tough one because Future's just, there's so many different sides and, and things that you see online about Future that are just so gravitating and funny and uh, just contribute to who Future is as a character, as a personality online. And so I'm, I'm going one of those directions. I was going to go to the left but i'm gonna go to the right sorry rihanna uh or beyonce future being the leader of a uh, she a ho don't treat that bitch right movement online the, the whole... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god how do i fit that on the graphic oh my god they say she a ho don't treat that bitch right i don't think i can 
I don't think that I can. Despite this being a future draft, I'm not sure if I can put, quote, Shio, don't treat that bitch right. All right, let's, let's shorten it. Don't treat her right. The whole don't treat her right movement of future where he literally is on, hey, I have so much, I have all the love in the world for women. I'm not future, but future being online, going to concerts, putting up his memes uh, on the the concert boards and just all of that whole narrative. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. If you've been online and just see any future meme uh, ever, I think that is one of the most funny like personality things that's come from a celebrity. I mean, it's all jokes, but it's not at the same time. So, <laughs> I mean, don't get butt hurt by it. Don't you think you could have gone with something more specific, like the photo of her, like a woman tying his shoes? You want me to go with something more specific? Joy. Yeah, you know, you drafted a whole movement here, and it's like <laughs> that seems like it seems like you're just drafting future memes. I thought the wild card was whatever you wanted. It, it is, but I think that it's also debatable. It's like that's very broad. And I think that you should go more niche here. Like, do you want, um, you know, the the photo of him texting, and then it has like the, hey, just wanted to let you know, I'm still thinking about you on Thanksgiving. Wish you were here. Tell your mom I said hello. Hope everything is good. You know what I'm talking about? I think it's my profile picture on IG right now. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Pictures like that, memes like that, videos where he's in the back of a car, just going, see for the streets. But no, I'm okay. I'll take a, I'll take a left. I'll take a left now and go. Uh, my my wild card is Future's dislike for Valentine's Day on worst day. Absolutely cracks me up. Yeah, worst day, first of all, a banger. Second of all, yeah, he's just, he's got too many women where it's just fucking him up for Valentine's Day. And I, I didn't watch the music video until recently, so I have no idea who this famous guy is that he's like interviewing with during it. But that, I think he just died, actually. He, he just did. died like six or seven months ago. Yeah. Is it Kevin Samuels? I don't want to get his name wrong. I think it is Kevin Samuels. I'm not sure if he was like a motivational speaker. He wasn't. Uh, he was just like a very toxic man that like podcasted and would tell women like some really fucked up shit. And Future just had him in a music video because you know how Future rolls. He's like today's version of Andrew Tate. He, yesterday's version of Andrew Tate. He was Andrew Tate before Andrew Tate. You're right. Therapy. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Future's dislike right, so, for Valentine's Day. Okay. So I pretty much just <laughs> I just pretty much put worst worst day there, Berg. I, I hope that's okay. That's how it'll show up on the graphic. That's Turner, you're back up. For that's wild card, fun. we're gonna go with essentially four albums, but more or less the idea of future collab tapes. Mm. I don't think anyone in the last decade has had as many good collaborative albums um in terms of most listened to for me probably was the juice future world on drugs interesting more than one time to be alive i listened a lot of one time to be live but world on drugs just had me for like months and it was just like all i'd listened to where like i don't know if i'd consider as much of a classic maybe for me yeah but i just listened to that a lot it is what it is and then i like that respect that's um yeah that, Probably, that project is dope those are two like really good uh just lyricists you know and, and the way they do it too is just it is kind of what a lot yeah, of times it's, it's ask, where it's just like in the studio for three days and just lay down a bunch of tracks and future's so good in that environment where it's just yes. get out there and start spinning and he's just competing and like vibes off these other guys 
I know that Uzi Future Tape wasn't as well received as some of the other three, because like the, the Thug Future Tape, Super Slimy is unreal as well. It's probably oh up there equal to what a time would be last for my listening. And then lastly is, uh, what is the Uzi Future Tape? Pluto. Uh, uh, Pluto by Baby, Baby Pluto. Pluto. Yeah. Yeah, that one's all. I actually really <laughs> listen to that one a lot too, just because they both have like, they're both artists that are kind of addictive. All four of those artists that he plays with, and you start to listen to those albums like a couple times, and all of a sudden it's like you don't even look for new music for a month. You're like, what just happened in the last month? It's right. like all I listened to. Like, woke up, hit play. And they dropped the deluxe version with like nine more songs on it. They did that version of an album release, and it was like, damn, I just got tic tac out of nowhere, and they're really right. spazzing on like a. It's almost like a. A boom bap Plastic, million-dollar yeah. game. There's actually there's quite a few good songs on there. I mean, it's future news. Even their worst stuff is going to be pretty fun to listen to. All right, I need to go to main. I got I got a take on that. That project with those two would have been way better if it was like two, maybe three years before it was. Earlier. That's two fair. Years before. It was in like kind of what what year was that? That was like 20, 20, 2020? Yeah, twenty twenty. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was, was in, two- like, 2018, maybe. Or it would have been a lot better, like, whenever, like, uh, Love is Rage. Yeah, you can't blame him, man. He was the thug. And- I'm not saying it's bad. I was just saying, like, a couple years before, it might have been insane. I'm going to go with Mainstream. I'm going to select Life is Good with Drake. Had to get a little bit of Drake in here. Um, that song blew up way harder than I thought it was going to. I remember when the music video dropped at, like, 1 a.m. on, like, a Wednesday. And then the next thing you know, it's just, like, all over Billboard. Just a great song. Dropped with the video. Great video with Director X. Um, I was thinking about going way too sexy here because Future just eats that shit alive. Um, there's a bunch of songs you could have gone. You could have gone commas. Um, I know Crushed Up. Quick story about Crushed Up because I'm not sure if it's going to get drafted. It dropped on January 19th, 2019. Three days before my birthday when I turned 21 years old. Um, went to Summit for my birthday on a Tuesday. And the song had dropped three days before, like I mentioned, two two days before at this point. And Bordy came, and he went to the DJ, and it was like, hey, it's my buddy's birthday. He really loves Future. Do you have any Future in your Serato? And uh, the guy put on Crushed Up, and it had dropped, like, like seriously, like <laughs> 48 hours earlier. I'm like, this is amazing. Like, I can't believe he has this, like, in his DJ system. So I ended up blacking out, and I listened to Crushed Up probably, like, 40 times the next day, uh, right before The Wizard dropped. So that fired me up. Um, so, yeah, taking... Life is good there, and then I took that in mainstream. I'm going to take – I already took feature. Um, Fuck. Okay, so I have singing his heart out. I'm going to go with – it's between solo or sorry here. Ooh. I'm going to go with sorry because it's seven and a half minutes long, and solo is like four minutes long. Give me as much future as I can get. Uh, so there you go. I know they're back-to-back, both kind of the bookends for Hendrix, like Drell mentioned earlier. Got to have those – just absolute splashers at the end of an album. And that's what solo and sorry were. So happy to have sorry in my roto now. Okay. Turner, you are back up. You have three picks left, eight, nine, and 10. Your categories that you have left are singing his heart out feature and mass toxicity. Yeah. I feel like all these categories are pretty deep. I'm going to go with singing his heart. I'm going to go with testify, Mm. uh, top tier song for me off of, uh, Hendrix, it's like that. Fresh air just epitomized the unreal. That was just unreal summer. It just was breezy, breezy music and future in a different light. And it's still at the same time, future just asking, asking for them, just people to 
pledge his loyalty and testify to the future. He's the judge, jury, and uh, executioner in this song. So it's kind Maybe of a, that's the altar. Yeah, it's, it goes both ways. Reesburg, you are back up. Your categories that you have left are intro, feature, still, and mainstream. Yeah, just like Turner said, these are pretty freaking deep. I mean, the man's got over 19 hours of music. I'm going to go feature. I'm going to get it right this time. I'm going to go Morila. Absolutely <laughs> love that song. Zaytoven and Future do good shit together. Zaytoven just hopped from Gucci to Future. The man knows talent. The man works with talent. Shout out Zaytoven. Shout out Future. This is a strategic pick by you because even okay. though it's a feature, quote yeah. unquote, isn't it on the Superfly album and it's just Future the entire time on a Zaytoven beat? Am I correct? Mm, well, it is just him on that song, yeah. Yeah. Isn't it on the Superfly album which is just like futures essentially like american gangster what jay-z did for american gangster mm, let me check that out i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure that or there is like zaytoven young tape. dolph young scooter it's on a zaytoven tape let me see oh yeah yeah let's let's double no, check yeah, that it's on yeah it's on trap holiday my bad they look they have like the same cover mm-hmm. look up the superfly cover and then look up trap holiday my bad all right good pick um Drell, you got two picks in a row. Round eight, nine. You have seen his heart out available, mainstream, and I got the juice. Let's do my. Uh, oh, I love this song. Um, my my uh, my got the juice song. My feeling feeling yourself song would be uh, outer space bit <laughs> on uh, high on life. Yeah, that's so you. I love that song. So groovy. Um, Pineapple Tropicana. Yeah, that song. That song's, Outer space, mm. yeah. Um, yeah, I love that song. But uh, then I'll do um, singing heart out. Ooh, let's go. Uh, tricks on me. <laughs> that song's insane. Damn, are you guys? Are you guys? Are you guys? Come on, what? We fucking got. I just saw two songs. You guys don't really know. No, 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 no. Every, I'm, all about, I'm all about Outer Space Bit. Tricks on Beat, it's a good song. It's not like, you know, provoking me as much. It's fine. It's a good song. It's your it's your draft. You do what you want with it. Yeah, everyone you everyone want. listening to this, listen to both those those two songs. You know what I'm talking about. Well, hopefully they listen to all They just get overlooked songs. a little bit. They get, they get overlooked a little bit, maybe. Listen to them, though. You know what I'm talking about. I'm about I'll listen to them right after this. Hawaiian Surfing on the Thick one. <laughs> Berg, you're back up. You got mainstream and intro left. Berg played this smart because he can just get thought it was a drought just for free because we've already all taken our intro tracks. I did, and I totally should do that, but I'm also well looking at a little first. a little Is everyone taking their intro? Everybody's taking their intro. Drell got rent money, Turner got uh my collection, and I got radical. Damn, digital dash, that's a that's a future intro, right? That still counts. Yeah, I couldn't technically take anything off of What a Time or any of those songs that I drafted on the Drake draft, but you're free to take Digital Dash. But it's also a crime if thought it was a drought because undrafted. I completely agree with you. Yeah, yeah, we can't. I can't take Digital Dash. I mean, technically, yes. Thought it was a drought is more of a banger anyway. Who doesn't remember listening to that song just thinking, damn, I haven't gotten pussy in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's everybody's first thought Jesus. when they listen to that song. Oh my god! Yeah, so the uh, hands down intro track right there. 
Okay. Great pick. I spoon fed it to you, but I knew you're going in that direction anyways. Uh, Turner, it uh, looks like, is this your, is this your last pick Turner? Uh, I got this in a feature. Oh yeah. My bad. Um, I I'm going to go max toxicity. A lot of them good ones have been chosen here. I'm going to go with I serve the base. Just, Oh my God. Going hard DS two classic. And, uh, blows out the speakers a little bit it's just a blast of a song and he's just out here spitting i need i actually wrote down a lyric from that that i just needed to recite um <laughs> it's, it's it's also a hilarious song too you would fuck a rich man for the fame won't you you would give that coochie up to a lame won't you like in old school i redid the frame on you oh my god it's yeah that's about as toxic as it gets those are my honorable uh, mentions there i serve the base great pick okay so that's ninth round we're fucking deep in this shit okay so i have oh this worked out perfect for how long me we, how long has this been going um a little less than an hour and a half somewhere in that around that range um but once i put in the edits and all that kind of stuff and the music gets slapped in we don't know how long it's going to be but we'll figure it out um so i have bar for bar and mass toxicity left this is working out perfectly for me i am going to go with Let's go toxicity first. I'm going to take rotation off of DS2. Um, I also have a line off of that that I just wanted to read really quick. And it, it won't take too long. Um, I think I sent it in the group chat the other day, but something along the lines of it's it's off the top here too. It's um I keep all my jewelry at the bank now. Alexander with Alexander Wayne is therapeutic. Bitch, I'm getting the same money as Cam Newton. Ask me how it feel to be a millionaire. And once he said, I'm getting the same money as Cam Newton, that's where I'm like, I'm all in. Fuck that. This guy's the goat. It was just like, I think it's the eighth or ninth song off of DS2. I'm like, that's it. I'm abandoning Kanye and Lil Wayne and Kid Cudi and all these cute little rappers. And I'm just riding the guy with dreadlocks to the fucking bank because he's the goat. So rotation, you're mine. And then with my last pick, I'm going to go with the second song off of his most recent project in Bar for Bar. It's my most listened to song of 2022 so far. I can't say the full title because I'm very white with a huge head of curly hair and a big Jewish nose. Um, I'm Dat Blank. Second song off of uh, I Never Liked You, which is just a crazy name for an album also. So just insane bars. Five minutes, two halves of it. At one point, he says something really toxic where he's like, BM want to go to court because I won't fuck her no more. And it's like, Jesus, there's baby mamas suing future just because he won't fuck him anymore. This guy's reaching a whole different level of existence. It's like, I don't know how anybody could keep up with him. He's the goat uh, rotation. And I, oh my God, I'm so happy. My, my catalog is nuts, dude. Yeah. That's easily going to be the most current song drafted. All right. Turner, you're back up your last pick. It's uh, your feature. Yep, we're going to go with King's Dead. It's just a hilarious feature. It's super fun. Song I really liked. Um, a good posse cut, too. And J-Rock or comes in, too. And just absolute touchier song for me. The music video is up to match as well. And if I can get that in the 10th round, that's just... That's just gravy. It's so weird that he's on that song too. It's like you got Kendrick and J Rock to like it true TDE cut, right? And it's just features there. It's almost like he's the deluxe without it being a deluxe. That's a fact. That's a great. That's a great way to put it. Um, all right, Reesburg, your last pick and mainstream. Yeah, King's Dead was a great pick. Uh, definitely would have been tough to. It would have been between that song and this for my feature. Oh fuck for mainstream. Uh, that's a great feature. A shout out to Three Six Mafia. 
damn, I just got my mainstream left. Yep. Oh, I miscalculated that. I feel like there's there's some great songs on the board for you. There are some great songs on the board. I don't even need to look or look into any notes or anything for this. Just right off the top, Mask Off. Uh, That song blew up. It needed to be picked uh, for anybody that was waiting for it. Yeah, fuck it. Mask Off. Um, Not my favorite song. Not going to lie. Maybe this is get overplayed. I definitely liked it a lot when it came out, I'm sure. I don't really remember because that was a blurry point in our lives we were listening to so much future you know how it goes um but yeah it's not a song i really return to that often drill with the last pick in the draft you have your mainstream category where are we going i love that song race for don't worry about it the, this was the uh, yeah fuck me <laughs> it's not a um, oh i thought it was a future and drake song no we switched it from future and drink to mainstream but any future and drake song is technically mainstream because drake <laughs> is on it so right. you can go any way that you want i was gonna say uh live from the gutter <laughs> but that's not really mainstream that might be the only one that's not mainstream um, <laughs> uh, let, me, let me think of a mainstream song um, FNN <laughs> that's that is not mainstream <laughs> Drell, Drell's, Drell's jeans are refusing him to, to draft a mainstream song he just can't do it he just uh, needs to stay in the gutter You can go yeah. um, You know what? I'll do this one because I was gonna do it for singing hard out but selfish with Rihanna. Oh okay. Sure. Okay. That's that needed I'm so glad you took that. That needed to be drafted. Yeah, that was gonna be my, my singing hard out, but then I took I took tricks on me. <laughs> okay. Oh my goodness. So we have we drafted uh thirty nine songs, gentlemen. Jesus. Um and one collabed or four collab tapes uh just futures existence in that was this a successful draft did you guys have fun doing this is this your favorite draft yet and jarell how do you feel about making your first appearance on the pop-up podcast and is there any other artists that you would come on for great time first off i'll say the reason my camera was on is i've been mobile this whole time <laughs> um, of course serving the base i needed to be for this podcast just I'm in the range, nothing undercover, but uh, yeah, dude, this was awesome. And kind of just all I got out of it, really, other than just having a good time with you guys, was just realizing how much every song by Future is just fucking great. The go. And it's pretty impossible to uh, to narrow it down. Like I said, my Future playlist is like nine hours. <laughs> and after doing this, I think I'm going to add some more songs in there because I forgot about them, but for sure. Well, that's the beauty of the song draft. It reminds you how much you love an artist. And then for people who aren't in love, aren't as in love with these artists as we are, I think it's hopefully an introduction for them in a lot of ways. Like, oh, I want to get into future. Where the fuck do I start? Well, take it from the guys that have been listening to him for almost a decade and, you know, religiously following him. Uh, Turnenberg, what about you guys? How did you feel about your drafts? How did you feel about this draft as a whole? Was it a successful one? I think it was a lot of fun. Ten rounds. You gotta dig a little deep into the catalog, but like you guys said a couple times with future, it's just there's enough songs. I still have more songs I think left on my board than I did for a few of the other artists. Um, and generally, I think future just lets his music talk for himself, uh, and you know that's why it's fun to do such a larger draft of future because that's what he does. He just puts out music and stuff to listen to, and he's just he doesn't really miss. And he's got one of the most addictive flows and voices. 
uh, that still doesn't have, I don't think anybody that matches his energy when he comes on to a song. He's kind of so unique in that aspect and going to take this and probably continue listening to the future until maybe we do another draft and then I'll have to kick the habit. First draft won't be for a while because we're in football season now. So we're going to be in football mode on this podcast for a while. But before we get out of here, Reesburg, any closing thoughts? Yeah, definitely. One, I'm super stoked to just be back on here drafting again. I find these things so fun. Music is awesome. Uh, like we've said, it just brings the culture together, connects people. And I've had, I had a great time prepping for this one. This one was probably hands down my most favorite with this group right here with getting diving into future like watching his doc watch some documentaries about future on youtube it, i mean it's entertaining stuff the man his is just a trapaholic dude yeah, literally bird, you, you look bird you look like for the last four days the only thing that's gone in your ears is turn on the lights <laughs> <laughs> just constantly i feel like you're lying man you only listen to that song for this whole week up to the, up to the podcast I didn't even know you could see me, one. <laughs> Two, you're not wrong. I'm looking down occasionally. That's how I wake up in the morning. So but... turn on the lights? Holy shit. That's <laughs> an intense morning. <laughs> Waking up to Pluto 3D? I'm looking for... I'm looking for... Alright, on that note, thank you to Jack Turner Thank you to Skylar Reesberg, thank you to Derek Dreller I love all three of you so dearly I love Future so dearly I think what we'll do is we'll just do one of these uh, artist drafts Per month, so that way we can make them last For a longer amount of time But once again, the NBA and the NFL season are about to start heating up here So we'll be locked in on that uh, Drell, you're welcome back anytime that you want Turner and Reesberg, we will see you guys Appreciate very it. soon I'm sure um, So we will see you guys on the other side Make sure to like and follow the page Hit the bell if you're following us on Spotify so that way you get alerted anytime an episode drops. Share it with a family member and fucking put your family and friends on the future if they're not listening to him. There are way too many people in 2022 who are not listening to this man enough. He is preaching the gospel. So tap in, talk shit like a preacher. We'll see you on the other side of the pop-off podcast. Peace out. <laughs>